Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. Sin is being normalized. In Acts chapter 4, we're given a proven strategy for victory in the face of hardship. Now, I'm talking about personal victory in the face of persecution, in the face of struggle. Peter and John had suddenly found themselves in the crosshairs of some of the most powerful enemies of Christ in Israel. When your faith comes under fire, what's your first reaction? Do you fight back, stay quiet, or get offended? In today's day and age, you need to be prepared to respond in a biblical way. Today, Pastor Robert looks at Peter and John and their response to severe oppression by the rulers of the day, the Sadducees. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Acts, chapter 4, as he begins his message, Boldness. Acts chapter 4, you know, in case you hadn't noticed it already, we are seeing a a global initiative among both the political elite and the academic influencers of, of our world today. This initiative has as its agenda, its goal, the undermining, the discrediting of the divine authority of the Bible. I believe we've almost reached a cultural tipping point, if you will, when Christians who believe and rely upon the Scriptures to instruct their moral choices will be marginalized, completely pushed to the outer edges of society and vilified by everybody else. See, those practices which the Bible reveals to be destructive to the human race, these modern Sadducees proclaim to be human rights. And they tell us that our religious freedoms have limits, which is without a doubt a precursor to the imprisonment and persecution of anybody actually attempting to live by or teach the Word of God, the Holy Bible. And no, I'm not suggesting that this is going to start next week or next month or even next year. I'm not. What I'm saying is that the enemy of our souls, as the Bible refers to the devil, he's very patient. He plays the long game. He works very deliberately and very consistently 
And he works through the systems that are in place. And, and so we're seeing it. I mean, just for example, the whole notion of hate speech. It's laying a framework for the eventual imprisonment of Bible believers. And please don't miss the fact that the issues of abortion rights and gay rights, transgender rights, all these actually hinge upon the validity and authority of your Bible and the question of whether or not we should be permitted to use the Bible as a foundation for our lives. If the Bible is God's holy and authoritative word, well then abortion is murder. Homosexuality, like a long list of other things, is sin. And gender fluidity is an evil myth. And that's why the so-called progressives tell us that our religious belief system needs an update if we expect to continue to be a part of modern society. In April of 2015, one U.S. politician almost stated that outright while promoting, quote-unquote, reproductive health care, which is really it's just a smooth way of saying abortion rights. But, but listen to this quote. Far too many women are denied access to reproductive health care and safe childbirth. And laws don't count for much if they're not enforced. Now that part's true, right? Laws don't count for much. We've talked about that recently. It's, if, if there's no enforcement, it's really only advice. It's, you know, in practical terms, it's not a law if there's no enforcement of it. It's just advice. It's counsel. The quote goes on to say, rights have to exist in practice, not just on paper. That's also true. It's not actually a right if, if it's only a paper right. If I invite you to my house for dinner, I send you a written invitation. We're going to have dinner at 7. I'm planning to have sea bass followed by key lime pie. But then when you show up, I give you cheese and crackers. What are you going to say after the fact? He invited me to dinner, but all I got was some cheap crackers and some Rights have to exist in practice, not just on paper. The quote goes on, laws have to be backed up with resources and political will. Okay, but listen to this. This is where it now pivots. And deep-seated cultural codes, religious beliefs, and structural biases have to be changed. Now, if that doesn't scare you to death, you weren't listening. This was a U.S. political figure. I'm not going to tell you who. Some of you already know, and if you want to know, you can Google it and find it out. And of course, you know, after this was stated, the spin masters immediately went to work explaining it away. But what was said was said. And there are recordings, there are videos, there are, you know, basically what was being said 
is if you believe the Bible to be inspired by God, and 1 Timothy tells us profitable for instruction, for reproof, for training in righteousness. If you believe the Bible to be God-breathed, well, that belief has to be changed. How is it to be changed? Well, it's to be changed by a relentless barrage, if you will, of false information, lies, half-truths, and just watch Netflix for a couple of hours. It doesn't matter what you watch. You're going to find efforts to normalize homosexuality. That it's a, a, just a, a healthy, normal part of everyday life. Everywhere, for everybody. Well, that's, not really, that's not really true. It's a redefinition of family. The Bible defines family for us, you know, kind of lays it out, describes what it is and what it's for. And, but what we see on the news, what we see in our educational systems today is giving us a completely different picture. Sin is being normalized. In Acts chapter 4, we're given a proven strategy for victory in the face of hardship. Now, I'm talking about personal victory in the face of persecution, in the face of struggle. Peter and John had suddenly found themselves in the crosshairs of some of the most powerful enemies of Christ in Israel, the Sadducees. They made up, by and large, the governing council, the chief priests, in Jerusalem, and, and they had, after this healing of this man who had been lame all of his life there at the temple, if you remember, they had Peter and John thrown into jail. The Book of Acts is a fascinating look at the church and the first believers and followers of Jesus. It's not the church as you may know it today, the building you're used to attending, or the worship service format you're familiar with. But this early body of believers paints a beautiful picture of deep fellowship, connected community, and sustaining faith, values that are still held by Christians today. As you continue to study this book with Pastor Robert, you'll see how hardship tested these men and women and how they trusted the Lord. You'll also discover how God used them and their testimonies to spread the good news to the world. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again or would like to explore more of Pastor Robert's messages from Main Thing Radio, visit mainthingradio.com today or download our mobile app to listen anytime, anywhere. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just follow the link you'll find at the website. Again, that's mainthingradio.com. We'd love to hear from you too if you have any questions or if you'd like prayer. Give us a call at 305-531-2730. That's 
531-2730. We're so glad you joined us today. Our time with you has come to an end, but be sure to tune in next time to keep learning from the Book of Acts right here on Main Thing Radio 